Hey you guys, what is up? What is going on? How are you today on this fine day, whenever you may be listening to this? I hope if you are listening to this that you are in a good mood, things are just working out for you, and life is good. And if not, well, just hang in there, things will get better. It may take some time and if you can shift your focus to a few things that you're genuinely happy about or to a few things that you really love and just focus on this, you'll notice that your mood begins to just get better. And this is something I've definitely had to do in the last week or so, which is also the reason why this podcast is a little bit late. I don't know if you guys care or not my my few listeners that I have but the last week was not chaotic I just didn't get anything done because last weekend I picked up my little sister Nikki and my nephew Ray from the airport they were coming home from Wisconsin and Nikki and Ray split their time equally between Prince Albert and Wisconsin because Nikki's fiance Rob lives there. Hey Rob, if you're listening to this. And while they are waiting for Nikki's visa to get processed, she spends like a month and a half there and then is home for a month and a half because she can only be in the States for like six months out of the year. So it's definitely a lot for her, especially traveling with a baby. And when they're in Prince Albert we live together along with my mom so my living situation is a little bit chaotic at at times also a little bit dysfunctional but I really do love it and I really need to value and cherish this time that we have together because I know that it's temporary well I hope it's temporary No, just kidding. It's definitely temporary just until Nikki's visa gets sorted out. And it's just also special that I get to live with my nephew Ray. I feel like not many aunties and uncles are in this situation. So I am very, very thankful for it. The only thing is the house is just a little bit chaotic and disorganized at times. So, this means that I get a little bit irritated and bitchy because the house isn't perfectly organized and maybe it's not always as quiet as I would like to be. And it's also just a little bit hard because while Nikki and Ray are here, like I really want to be spending as much time as possible with the both of them. But at the same time, like, okay, I have my business that I need to run. I am doing this podcast which is actually quite time consuming and then there's like a few other hobbies and interests that I like to spend my time on and when I'm not devoting regular amounts of time to my priorities I am just kind of bitchy and unhappy like I need to be making sure that I'm keeping up with my priorities and getting things done when I say they're going to be getting done because if not like I'm just I'm just not happy And I also find like I just need an organized house to feel peaceful as well. So it's definitely been 
a test for my <laughs> patience and something I've really had to focus on and become aware of is okay what are my like what am I thinking about right now when I'm thinking about how I'm so annoyed that the house is messy then I tend to not be in a very good mood so this is what I've been doing for for the last week just trying to remind myself to focus on what I like and what I love because in doing so it just puts you in a good mood when you're in a good mood life is just better and this ties into where I'm going today with continuing the story of moving to Berlin because today we are going to reach the point where I got to that challenging period of growth where things got very very difficult for me for a few years and essentially what happened is my mindset just went to shit. It really did. And this is because of old thought patterns that I held for majority of my life and you know years of depression and self-hatred that I had never really addressed I had just avoided through smoking weed all of these emotions eventually surfaced again so we will get there and for now let's get back into the story of me moving to Berlin. Now there are a few topics within this story that I will probably make separate episodes on because for now I just want to explain to you how I stumbled upon this path of self-realization, what that entailed, and then everything I practiced in order to really really improve my life and then what led me to the dark night of the soul aka this very challenging period of growth so continuing from where I left off last episode and that was when I made the most difficult decision of my life to end a long-term relationship and jump completely into the unknown and just a month later, the most exciting opportunity of my life presenting itself, which was being able to move to Berlin with a friend of mine. So after this decision was made, I had a timeline of when I would be leaving to Berlin and I decided to create a financial goal of how much money I wanted to have saved so that I could go to Berlin and not have to worry about a job once I got there. Because like many <laughs> people in the world, I have spent my adult life either in university or working and in a relationship and I had never really taken the time to realize who I am and to just become as self-aware as possible and I didn't really know what I was going to be doing in Berlin. I just knew that I wanted to go there and more or less begin to figure out who I am and who I want to be. So this topic of creating 
a financial goal and achieving it, I used some law of attraction techniques and manifesting techniques that I learned from Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, which is an amazing book full of just so much timeless, valuable information. I can't recommend this book enough. I've read it three or four times myself and the first time I read it I found it a bit dry so just a heads up if you haven't already read it um but the second or third time I was just like wow 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 like highlighted so much stuff and there's just a lot to learn from this book so I'm probably going to make a separate episode on goal setting essentially is what this is and manifesting but that is what I did I set a goal a financial goal of how much money I wanted to have saved by and when I wanted to have it saved by and I achieved this before I went to Berlin and Chantal and I moved to Berlin on June 1st of 2018 and oh my god can we just have a pause a moment of silence for those years like do you guys remember the years like I don't even know when things were like so good probably 2014 2015 to 2018 were like prime years some of like the best years of my life I hope we get back to those fun times again very soon here um sorry a little off topic but yes we moved to Berlin June 1st of 2018 and I also have a million stories to tell about this time in Berlin which I will get to in due time but right now I will just stay on track and focus on the topic I want to speak about. Chantelle and I were very lucky enough to meet well this is really crazy her future husband within two or three weeks of actually moving to Berlin we met him and decided to live with him And I'm so thankful, I mean, it's crazy because they're literally married now, but I'm so thankful that we met him because he really took us under his wing. He is quite a few years older than us, I think like eight, maybe even nine years older than us. So obviously he just had a lot of life experience that we hadn't had yet. And he really shaped both of our lives in a positive way way especially in terms of he was the one who really influenced me to delete my Instagram he you know had we always had deep conversations living with him and he had just said like knowing both of you and seeing your Instagrams like your profiles do not reflect who you are whatsoever and I had moved to Berlin wanting to pursue the path of being an Instagram model or an influencer and I was very self-absorbed back in the day like I would take hundreds of selfies like every single day I would make two minute long outlandish snapchat stories of me just getting wasted I mean it was (laughs) entertaining at the time but also I just cringe a little bit thinking about how reckless and self-absorbed I was 
I was just so obsessed with how I looked but it's ironic because I was also very insecure anyways so yeah I had moved to Berlin wanting to pursue becoming an Instagram model and an influencer so it's super crazy that only two and a half months after I moved to Berlin I deleted my Instagram and this was another really great decision that I made because now I was in Berlin and I had nothing but time I didn't have a job I no longer had Instagram and I truly just had nothing but time to devote to personal development and I'd started reading these books on personal development with the intention of wanting to make the world a better place I have always deeply cared about world issues for as long as I know they have existed and I really always wanted to do my part to make the world a better place so I started buying these books to just learn how to do that and in the first and second book they both said like okay the first thing you need to do is know yourself and realize who you are and I was a bit annoyed because I was like well why am I going to do this like I don't want to change myself like I want to change the world and then when I read this again in the third book and it was saying the same thing like okay the first thing you need to do is realize who you are and change yourself in order to change the world it just kind of dawned on me like oh my god maybe they're right how can I expect there to be world peace if I myself am not peaceful and I don't embody that I really do need to be the living, breathing example of the kind of world I want to live in. So this really clicked for me because I had always kind of dreamed of having a career where I could just help people to be happy and peaceful and fulfilled in their own lives. And I realized that I wasn't actually happy and peaceful myself. I was dependent on smoking weed all day every day just to be in a good mood and to like myself so how can I expect to change the world if I don't even have control over my own self it didn't make any sense so this is when I stumbled on the path unexpectedly of self-realization and I was so excited about this I remember like having this spark inside of me because I was like oh my god I feel like this is what I was born to do because I don't know it's like I love growing as a person and just getting better so much and when I'm not growing I become unhappy and restless and I just don't feel good so I just had this like most perfect opportunity and situation to do this so I decided that I was going to do everything that these books were saying to do in order to attain lasting inner peace and happiness and therefore like if you do this for yourself this is the best thing you can do to change the world and inner peace and happiness well I think most of us are after lasting inner peace and happiness not being dependent on drugs or alcohol or a relationship or shopping or god knows what else we can be addicted to and to just feel happy and peaceful from nothing like that was my ultimate goal 
as well as making the world a better place. And third, I wanted to know if I could ever feel high like I did from smoking weed simply through being, you know, like just being high on life, some shit like that. And I remember reading, I think it was in an autobiography of a yogi, that feelings of ecstasy and more were attainable through meditation. And I remember reading this thinking like, oh my god, if I can feel like I'm on ecstasy through meditating, like, sign me up. Like, I will pursue this. If I can literally breathe deeply and feel like I'm on ecstasy, like, wow, what more could a person want? So that's what I was after. That's what I set out to do. So I quit smoking weed for, I set a goal for a month to quit smoking weed and just see if I could feel a bit better. I started waking up at 6.30 in the morning, meditating regularly, journaling so much. I honestly filled out like 10 journals within a year probably of living in Berlin. And I just wrote everything that was inside of me, everything that was in me, I just got out and onto paper and just doing that alone is so therapeutic because you just need to be very honest with yourself, how you're feeling, what you're thinking about, things about your past that maybe you are hanging on to or regretting or I don't know, it was just, it's a very therapeutic thing to do if you don't journal, it's a great way to become self-aware and just honest with yourself. And this is what I did. So the first month was definitely difficult without weed. Like I was really, really bitchy. And I realized like if someone did something that annoyed me, I would replay the scenario in my mind for like a few weeks. Like it was really sick. Like I had no control over my mind whatsoever. Like I just had feelings of self-doubt and insecurities and this and that. But because I made the decision to, I don't know, become self-aware, I was constantly analyzing my thoughts. I'm like, okay, what am I thinking about right now? Like, why am I thinking this? Does it make me feel good? No. And I would just do my best to stop the negative thoughts as best I could. And this takes time. Like, this takes time and practice. And eventually, things just started to get way better. Like, Meditation also really sucks in the beginning when you're just starting out with it. Like the longest I could sit there with my eyes closed was like a minute, maybe two minutes. And then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. This is annoying. But the more I kept doing it, the easier it would get and the more enjoyable it would become. Like I really would be able to sit down and go to a place of just nothingness with no thoughts, nothing. And I mean, after months of meditating, I began to feel slightly high which was really really cool because if you know me then you know I like to be high (laughs) but yeah so I devoted my life to this for like the first few months in Berlin and really I was feeling the best I ever had in my life and I was like mostly okay not mostly sober but like pretty sober like I wasn't smoking weed every day anymore which was huge for me And I honestly like looked my best. I felt my best. I felt on top of the world. I really felt on top of the world. I felt like all of the things I dreamed about were so possible. And I remember just feeling like I finally like had done it. Like I just 
made it to where I wanted to be. And I mean, I'll eventually go into detail more about, okay, like what exactly I was reading in these books, like the exact steps and things I were I was doing in terms of just creating lasting inner peace and happiness. I'll go like way more into detail about that, but the thing about self-realization that I didn't know and maybe I was a bit naive to just assume that okay a few months of devoting time to meditating and journaling would magically just cure the years of depression and self-hatred and negative thinking that I had it's it's not the case it wasn't the case and what happened is there was a specific day and event that took place I refer to it as the best and worst night of my life because after this event took place I slowly began regressing into very negative thought patterns and it was as if all of my inner demons began to surface and I had no idea that this was going to happen like I thought if I just did this stuff that life would be good and I would never have to face my inner demons but the thing is I had spent years just avoiding these feelings and thought patterns through smoking weed so naturally I hadn't dealt with them I hadn't faced them so they surfaced boy did they surface and you know at some point here I will talk about what the best and worst night of my life (laughs) entailed I'll go into more detail about that definitely essentially what happened is like I said my mindset just began to deteriorate into these really negative thought patterns and the inner demons that I struggled with was my body image I had a very very negative body image I was really insecure and just full of self doubt I guess and a lot of self-hatred so this for me led to disordered eating like every eating disorder under the sun honestly and I think because I was so focused on my flaws and what I hated about myself, it really manifested in the physical. So my it manifested in my body. And okay, let's see here. And by manifesting in my physical body, I mean that I went through so many problems with my skin. Like I developed cystic acne, I fucking got these rashes on my face, like out of nowhere. It was really, really, really horrible. And I struggled immensely with disordered eating. So I'm going to talk about this all openly and honestly. And you guys, I even had an epiphany today. Like, oh my god, am I actually going to share all of this stuff? Because it scares me a little bit. I mean, I'm at a point now where I 
am okay to talk openly and honestly about these things but for the entire time this was happening these were like my deepest darkest secrets that I would die if people knew about especially my eating habits were like the most shameful thing for me and even just the struggles that I had with my skin um, were really really shameful for me and I don't know maybe I'm having regrets about sharing this stuff but honestly if it can help anyone else going through something similar then this is why I'm doing this I don't want someone to feel alone and if anyone can relate to anything that I've gone through and just feel a bit better and know that it's like going to be okay then that is the purpose of this so I'm going to just wrap things up here and stay tuned because there is a lot yet to come so thank you for listening I love getting your comments and feedback so feel free to reach out to me on Instagram but no pressure if you don't want to and no pressure to ever listen to this like only listen to it if you want to honestly and yeah I hope you guys just enjoy the rest of your day morning evening night wherever you are Okay, I look forward to chatting with you guys soon. Bye!